You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of jaysrunacouch.com, and this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com and use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get 20% off your next order. And yeah, it's been a week, ain't it? Um, you know, uh, for those of you who are finally in tune with the events going on in the world, or even if you're not, you probably know what was happening this week. And, uh, it was a very rough time. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Even, even for me, being up in Canada, it was very hard to focus on things this week. Um, and... You know, one of the axioms of the sports journalism business that I've basically been taught since I came into it, um, you don't mix politics and sports. And for a while, I took that to heart and did my best to bury it. But... As y'all have figured out, that's kind of impossible for me to do. I mean, when your very existence is debated on the political sphere, it's very hard to not have some feelings one way or the other. And to not make yourself known one way or the other. So, you know, I have a lot of friends in the LGBTQ community who were struggling this week. And I struggled alongside them because, you know, as much as I like to rag on America, you know, I miss the ability to actually go down there without feeling like my being in the country is a political statement. I haven't been to America since March of 2016. And that's when I went down to Blue Jays spring training for the first time and covered the Blue Jays. And, you know, I, like I said, I have a lot of friends south of the border. I'd like to be able to visit them. I'd like to be able to have it not be a question when I go down to visit them. Or, you know, get looks when I go visit them. Or just basically have an unending sense of unease when I go visit them. It's like a land full of Walmart readers. I just... I, I, I don't need that. And I watched with many others hoping that it wouldn't be the case. And Tuesday was not good. It was not a good day. Not a good night. But as the week has gone on and... The voices have made themselves heard and the numbers keep coming in. You start to let yourself feel hopeful again. And I mean, now it's it's less of a question of 
what if the orange Cheeto still has power? And more a question of how much of a temper tantrum is he going to throw when he gets dragged out of Washington, D.C. And hopefully into a jail cell. Feels good. Feels hopeful. You know? I think that was the feeling for a lot of this season with the Blue Jays. Just that that feeling turning from dread to hopefulness. And, you know, it's not just about getting that Cheeto out of the office. It's about getting a Secretary of Education who just has waged an unending war against transgender people and decided to try and privatize the education system. It's about getting rid of press secretaries who have no respect for the press. It's about getting rid of a bunch of spineless yes-men who can't even be bothered to try and challenge what they're seeing or what is happening for fear of losing that grip on power that is already tenuous as it is. Sadly, not many of those people were eliminated in the Senate, but there's hope. A demon Kelly Leffler could be gone. Isn't that right, Kitan? Yeah. Say bye-bye to Kelly Leffler. Yeah. Were you in the bathtub again? Yeah, now you're silent. Sorry. Kita's been putting in a lot of work this week, and she knows she's not allowed in the bathtub because she drinks the water. Because she's stupid. But anyway, we're getting off track. Point is, it's been a difficult week. It's been a week where I haven't been able to focus on sports at all, in the slightest. And, you know, I don't, I don't think I can be blamed for that. I don't blame y'all if you weren't thinking of it either. But hopefully the clarity is here and we can move on. And, you know, there will be episodes in the coming days where we talk about happier things like Blue Jays award winners and potential more awards winners and Blue Jays signings that they may do. Sounds great, doesn't it? Plus, there will be another episode where I talk with Bryce Patrick of Locked On Rangers and Gabrielle Starr of Locked On Red Sox and just basically get to gloat for a solid half an hour about how my team's going places and their teams aren't. So that's going to be fun. Uh, be sure to check that out. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to get that out there. And I want to thank y'all who keep listening to me. Uh, keep letting me fight the good fight on these airwaves and you know I appreciate y'all trusting me as a source of opinions on this on this crazy sport this cre- in this crazy world it means a lot and I'll keep doing it as long as you'll have me and as long as I can keep my mental stability intact Hopefully, it'll be a bit easier from now on. We're going to be talking about someone else who's trying to keep 
their physical stability intact. And I know one way they can do it. They can get their hands on some Bilt Bars. Because Bilt Bars are the tasty, delicious, and low-calorie treat that will help you lose weight while indulging in delicious, chocolatey-coated goodness. They have 18 amazing flavors, ranging from classics like German chocolate, banana bread, orange, and coconut, to new ones like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, lemon almond cheesecake, and apple almond crisp. They're soft, they're easy to chew, they melt in your mouth. They're great if you wake up at like noon and have a meeting at one and you need to eat something quickly. They're great for that. And they will help you lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat because they're low calorie, they're low sugar, they're high in protein and fiber. They're great if you're doing that keto thing because they have anywhere from 17 to 19 grams of protein and under 5 grams of sugar and 5 grams of net carbs and under 200 calories. So go to BuiltBar.com right now, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next order. So use that promo code LOCKEDON, all one word, for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So let's talk about Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Feels like we haven't done that in a while. I mean, he's been there. We talked a lot about how he's playing first base. But, I don't know, it just seems like he fell by the wayside. And uh, apparently there was good reason for it. Um, Apparently... Uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. did what a lot of people did during the quarantine pandemic shutdown, and that is just, you know, pigged out on comfort food. And, you know, as a father, he's allowed to do that, but um, showed up, you know, basically having eliminated any gains he made uh, during spring training to lose weight. And... It kind of showed in his performance, like, like he was geared up to, you know, have a season and then it just all went thud, like, you know, playing, playing like a, a rec league softball player who just continuously rolls over on the ball and just hits it right at the shortstop. So it wasn't good. And then a lot got made this week about, oh, he's lost over 30 pounds, like, well, first of all, he didn't do that since the end of the Blue Jays season, calm down, did lose 12 pounds, still impressive, still need to calm down, but apparently he's back at his spring training weight, and he's apparently ready to keep doing it through the winter, so, you know, we may be able to see that slimmed down version of Vladimir Guerrero Jr. actually, you know, taking control of the situation and you know being a guy who's supposed to be an offensive leader on this team and you know he he did not look it like he was he was just flailing at everything for a majority of that season and it was getting frustrating we talked about it on this program what is wrong with him turns out Pringles was wrong with him um, but Shai Davidi of Sportsnet had a really good split up. Um, if you check out his article, you can see the difference from the start of the season to the end of the season. And 
you know, he did improve. Um, after batting 222 in the first 21 games, he batted 286 in the last 39. Still not great because Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is supposed to be a 300 hitter. He's supposed to be that guy who just knocks line drives around the park. He's not supposed to be a power guy. People think that because of the Home Run Derby show, like, he, he's going to hit 50 home runs. He's not that kind of guy. He's like his dad. He's going to hit, like, 35 in a good season, but he's going to bat 310. And that's what you want. It's why DJ LeMahieu's been, you know, linked to the Blue Jays so much in this offseason, which we will be talking about in an episode that's going out probably on the weekend. But it was clear that he didn't have the ability to get the balls that he did during his rise through the main minor leagues. And if this helps him get that bat speed back, that accomplishes so much more for what he needs. He needs to be able to get those wrists around. He needs to be able to rotate on a ball. That's how he gets that bat speed. That's how he gets that miles per hour off the bat. So if he can do that, that's great. Of course, the other thing that came out this week is the fact that he wants to play third base again. No. No, Vladdy. No. Now, I am I fine with him being an occasional third baseman? You know, just if you're rotating the lineup to get guys, you know, their days off? Sure. Want to put him there? Want to let Kevin Biggio go to the outfield or DH or whatever? Sure. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with him being versatile. Versatility is a good thing. But he is not an everyday third baseman. He's barely an everyday first baseman. He does not have the defensive skills. And it showed. Like, him having all that extra weight makes the Blue Jays' decision to put him at first base last year very understandable in hindsight. Because you do not want a 280-pound third baseman. That is Pablo Sandoval. You want Pablo Sandoval manning third base every day? No, you don't. So, it made sense to put him at first and let the rangier Travis Shaw have it for the majority of the year. And then it made a lot more sense when Kevin Biggio was there because Joe Panic was actually hitting and Travis Shaw was not. But here's the problem for Vladdy. There are no good first basemen available. Gregor Chisholm of the Toronto Star broke this down. Um, when the top free agent available is Carlos Santana, it's not promising out there. He, he listed Santana, Eric Thames, Mitch Moreland, Daniel Murphy, and Justin Smoke. And as much as I would love a reunion with Smokey to get Kristen Smoke back into Blue Jays Twitter, or to finally have Mitch Moreland on the team so he stops hitting dingers against the Blue Jays, they can do much better if they leave Vladdy at first base. Because, like, with Biggio able to play third and Bichette at short... There are so many other options available that you can put in that third base slot. There is DJ LeMahieu, who we mentioned. Didi Gregorius is the free agent. Marcus Simeon's a free agent. There's a South Korean player, Ha Song Kim. Very talented young shortstop. He's available. And if you want to go the trade route, Francisco Lindor is available. Chris Bryant's available because the Cubs are stupid. Nolan Arenado's available because the Rockies are stupid. There are so many other options 
on that side of the diamond that there is no path for Vladimir Guerrero Jr. to reclaim that spot. And they don't need him to reclaim that spot. They need him to get better at first. They need him to learn not to go after ground balls and to cover the base. And I know that's difficult, but that's difficult even at third base. So learn it. Learn it, Vladdy. Learn it and get better at it, and then maybe you'll have some trust to go over at third base. But right now, you are a first baseman, and you're a nominal one at that. So freaking focus on that, kid. Focus on that. Focus on getting your swing back. Focus on on finding that consistency at the plate before you even think about you know, trying to field stuff at the hot corner when you're still carrying around 30 extra pounds. I yell because I care. I yell because I want this Blue Jays team to be the best it can be. And if the Blue Jays are going to improve in 2021 and be in contention for a higher playoff spot, not just this eight seed, not just this this North Carolina Central Monmouth seed that sees them get bounced in two games by the Rays. No, legitimate contender seed. It has to be with Vladimir Guerrero Jr. at first base. He can trade off with Rowdy Gilles. He can DH. He can spell at third base, but that is not his primary position. It will never be his primary position again. And he needs to understand that because his job is not to field. His job is to hit in spite of the fielding. That is what he needs to do. So you can tell I'm feeling a little better about everything. Um, yeah, if you want proof of that, you can follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because like the Cubs and the Rockies, Twitter is dumb. You can subscribe to this podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Himalaya, wherever you get podcasts, you can subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked on Jays. All the links are posted on Twitter. Working on it for Facebook. I got to get some kind of cross-platform thing. But hopefully I'll be a bit happier in other episodes. I'm, I wanted to build up to the happy. I'm, I'm letting the happy build up. I'm letting it come in a wave. Blue wave. We'll see. So until then, for everyone at the Lockdown Podcast Network and everyone at jaysrunacouch.com, I'm E.J. Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to tonight's episode. And y'all take care.